Welcome to Cultivation Conversation, a podcast for growers by growers. This will be unscripted, freewheeling conversation between two buds with different perspectives. We hope to shed some light on some of the often confusing and controversial topics in the world of cannabis cultivation, from planning and setup to germination and harvest, with everything else in between. We want you to sit back, relax, get something to smoke on, and enjoy the show. This should be fun. Thanks for listening. Maybe I should just bring up a bowl. Uh, so many decisions. So many decisions. Welcome to right. episode four of the Cultivation Conversation podcast. My name is The Real Green Monster. I'm here at 420 with my buddy, Captain Otto Flower. How you doing today, Captain? I'm doing great. Happy 420, everybody. Yes, yes. This will be a pretty casual episode, no topic per se. We're just going to kind of uh, shoot the shit, maybe get to know yeah. us a little bit. Um, yep, yep. You know, That's the plan. It's, it's 420. You know, we're, we're, we're both feeling real good. Uh, unfortunately, I, I have to work on the holiday, so I won't be able to partake uh, on 420. Um, but but I'll I'll be I'll be joining all you guys when I'm when I'm home from work, of course. So tonight I had to get a little preemptive celebration in. Um, got a lot of uh, freshly pressed rosin that I I was able to take uh some samples of out of my new new uh rig with the with the banger and all that so i'm, I'm nice and dabbed out nice brother what did you press uh it was one that i harvested maybe two weeks ago it was a forum stomper and sam squanch cross interesting and it, my god if it tastes it does it tastes like a uh, apple pie 100 percent. interesting interesting now um what uh, micron bag did you press that uh, I use 120 microns uh, for the flower. I find that's that's going to give you the best quality. I, I do different temperature presses too, just for the different strains. Sometimes react a little differently. Um, so yeah, I'll put them in a range of like 180, uh, and then I'll do 200, and then I'll do 220, all all through the 120 micron. And um, yeah really good returns i'm getting like 25 percent average it's pretty amazing really that's really good uh, especially yeah. for autoflowers that's awesome yeah i couldn't be happier man that's the the rosin bomb rocket that i got uh rosin bomb rocket uh, not familiar with that. i talk about it on the on the dude grow show now oh it, it's that one okay the, yeah the little little like electronic press it's not um not hydraulic, but um, it's not manual either. So, um, yeah, it's really, really easy to use, and I, I'm having a great time using it, man. Nice. It sure beats beats the hell out of using a, a butter knife over my fucking uh, kitchen stove. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I first tried to make my own rosin the first time, I used a, uh, my wife's uh, hair straightener. And, um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, you're making it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I, um, <laughs> of course, I'm a, I'm a big guy, right? So uh, you see the videos on YouTube, they tell you to, like, step on it, right? So I'm stepping on the thing. You hear the thing, crunk, crunk, crunk. <laughs> I, I, um, I ended up getting my rosin out of it, but the, uh, the straightener was, was DOA. 
That's funny as shit. <laughs> Gotta go get her a new new hair straightener now. Yes, yes, and I made sure to buy one with a higher temp too, so in case I wanted to, you know, expand my horizons. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that stuff that actually works. Believe it or not, man. That's oh, kind of what... the, the only problem is is just the pressure. No matter how much you press it, it just you're not gonna you can only yeah. get so much much pressure on it, but. It works, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, you can you can smash a couple nugs in a, in a hair straightener with a, some parchment paper. You'll get enough to, to take a couple dabs, for sure. Absolutely. So I ended up just building my own press, uh, I don't know, a little couple Everything seems like a little while ago, but now that I think back upon it, it's probably uh, closer to three years ago. Um, I just bought a 10-ton shop press from Northern Tool. Um, nice. And then some 3x6 cage crates caged plates from uh from Dooley Tech. All together uh, with uh some paper and some bags. I think it was around seven hundred to get started. And it's damn yeah it's it's been awesome. Alright, so how much can you do on that at a time? Like half an ounce? Yeah, it's you they say you could probably do an ounce, but I mean it's three by six plates. It's really so it, only yeah. so much of it. And I'm actually not really a big raw um, flower presser myself. I press mostly or bubble hash and when i okay, do press okay. flour i actually press it out of a like a 37 micron really yeah you're not going to get like a super good yield out of it but the quality is going to be insane yeah okay no i can see that um, but the yield sucks don't don't be <laughs> mistaken it's terrible actually when you do it that way oh well, the you know quality over quantity man it's uh definitely worth trying out for sure I'll, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna try that out um I've been doing a couple like super low temp presses too, like mm -hmm. 160, um, and that that's sort of like a, a quality over quantity type thing too. Absolutely, you, must be super you know, terpy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and um, it's you know just a lot of fun, man, a lot of fun, and it's just amazing how far the the whole concentrate game has come in such a short amount of time. It's it's incredible. No, it, when you sit back and think about it, it really is. You have so many different types of extraction methods, CO2, VHO, um, and then, you know, you have the, the rosin guys like myself and, and yourself. I'm, yep. I'm, I'll take rosin over VHO any day, um, personally. Now, don't get me Same. wrong. Uh, if I'm, you know, over a friend's house and they got some nice terapy VHO, I'll take a rip. But, um, hey, I'm, I'm not, not going to pass it down. No, no, but I'm just, I'm not going to really look to, to seek it out for myself and i'm certainly not gonna be trying to make any that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah but uh pressing the keef is cool too like you said that's um I, I was using a 25 micron bags with that yep um and that's like i mean shit i've been getting uh jars full of keef from my my trim bin after i'm done and it's like at first it's just great you're like you know lining every bowl with it every joint with it and then all, all of a sudden you're just like oh my god i have so much fucking keef what am i going to do with it well pressing there's there's your answer yeah 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 it really does and, and the, the the rosin you get from that is um i think that's like the the, the best you're going to get if if you're not going to have a freeze dryer that is, it's probably the best you can get. Yeah, freeze dryer is the way to go if you want to make some live rosin. But let's get real here. I mean, a, a decent freeze dryer is going to cost you three grand. Easy, easy. Um, I think the 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 entry level one is like twenty three hundred. 
Yep. But yeah, with I mean, it's then you got to get. Uh, I'm sure there's accessories you got to get to like power the the vacuum suction hydro chamber <laughs> space capacitor vortex whatever the fuck it is. Like, dude, it's just high tech, man. Yeah. Real high tech. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, have you ever tried live rosin? Oh yeah, it's it's by far the uh, aficionados way to consume cannabis correct but it's also super expensive because of the equipment needed to make it and the yields yep. are terrible um but the 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 terps are just oh unreal. unbelievable it's yeah. it's like you're smoking a live plant and mm-hmm. it's as close as you're going to get like you stick your nose in that jar of the live rosin and you're just like oh my god i'm like in the grow room with this fucking thing right now <laughs> it's uh it's really cool uh, a close substitute is uh, if you make some fresh frozen, uh, fresh frozen bubble hash. So you take the plant, really? yeah. So you, the day you, you cut down, you take some of that plant matter, throw it in the freezer. Um, I usually leave it in there for at least a day, and then you make some bubble hash with that, and um, press uh, said bubble hash. And um, it's not going to be the same as as live, um, but it's pretty pretty damn comparable, and anybody can do it without a freezer. No shit. So all you need is a regular freezer. Yep. And then you just make your fresh frozen bubble hash. Uh, nice. And after you're done with that, you just you know, let it dry out a little bit and press it. Um, the freeze dryer, okay. the, the reason for people that don't know, the reason for the freeze dryer is you're able to dry the hash without losing any of those terps or that flavor. Uh, and then you're able to, to press that. You'll get a much you know, uh, better looking product, better tasting product overall just a much better quality but it's you know not many people have one because it's a definitely a, a hefty purchase yeah yeah you gotta make an investment in that and maybe one day man I'm, that's definitely something to consider yeah, for the yeah down the line my buddy baz got one shout out to baz he, he's got one and, uh, nice he loves the thing um oh, I, I bet yeah he's even uh people have told me that you can freeze dry bud too and if you want to smoke it like really quickly, and it comes out decent from what I gather. Oh, just to to dry it out like when you after you harvest. Yeah, I mean I'm a slow nice. low guy, you know. I like a nice slow dry, so I'm. Yeah. I haven't tried any myself, but I, I hear it's something. Yeah, that's that's one of those things, man. Drying, it's like I, f- I almost feel like any any time you're trying to rush that process, you're cheating yourself. You're like. You've made it this far. Just just be patient, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, like just... I have smoked some herb out of those dryers. I'm not going to say the name because I just don't believe in the product, so I don't want to give them any play. Um, There's a bunch of them. <laughs> but um, I was actually quite impressed. Um, super really? skeptical because I've always dried slowly and um, hung the whole plant. But when uh, I got a chance to smoke some, some bud dried from it, and... Uh, I don't want to say I'm a, a believer per se, but it was definitely better than I thought it would be, you know, for a oh. three-day dry. If I'm not mistaken, there are some test results out there from uh, said company and uh, the cannabinoid and, you know, terpene results from uh, using the product as opposed to just a regular dry and yeah, the results might surprise you. Yeah, so, yeah I've seen I, those I've results. Never, and, and never and used even, it either. Even um, with... You know, my, I guess you could say, like, uh, half endorsement of the product saying, I mean, I guess saying that it, that it worked all right, I, I don't believe those things. 
<laughs> really? No, nah, I really don't. There's, you, you know, there's no way you're going to... Can you me. fake it? You probably... I mean, you can do these tests these days. Anybody can fake it. You know, I don't want to like yeah, start bashing true. the product, but I'm just saying, in my opinion, I don't think there's really any way that you can use you know, a dryer, like some sort of herb dryer, and get better you know, THC. You know, it, I guess if you were drying it like fast under terrible conditions, maybe, you know, yeah, it might, the dryer is going to be, you know, where those yeah, were good. Yeah, wait, perfect. so was it like, it, it was claiming that it was like the same crop and that like just by using the dryer, it was like increasing the yeah. cannabinoids and all that? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a little actually kind of unbelievable. Yeah, I don't, I don't that. buy that for a second. Now, I, I would say if, if you having a hard time drying and, you know, you're getting hay every single time, you're just not able to dial it in, then go ahead and get one of those because you will be able to dry product much better than you're doing it now. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. But, if you know, you can dial in a nice dry environment, low, slow, at least a week. I, I am for closer to 14 days. Um, then it's going to come out of fire. Same. Same. I'm, I'm a low and slow guy myself, like 60 degrees, 60, 60% RH for 14 days. And that's uh, about perfect usually. Yeah, and if you keep it in that environment, you can actually keep it in that dry room for, for longer than you think. Um, yeah, you can. It's, it, if your buds are dense too, they're, I mean, it might take you three weeks, not 14 days. It might be more on like the 20, 20 day end. Yeah, but when you get that nice, slow, dry, um, it doesn't even need that much of a cure. I like to give it what's called yep. that 24-hour cure afterwards. You know, you, you give it that initial um, burping after being in the jaw for you know close to 24 hours. Let it dry out a little bit. Put the cover back on. Pop it back off in a few hours. And it's usually pretty much ready to smoke. Nice. It's only going to get yeah. better after the cure. Oh, 100%. But, yeah, I found the same thing. If you if you can achieve that long, slow dry, um, pretty much as soon as they're dry, the, the buds can be smoked, and they're really not that harsh at all. No, no. So, it's all about that cool. dry. You know, in my opinion, the, yep. the dry is, is harder than the grow as far as, like, I could take, like, some shit bag seed, and uh, if I dry that correctly, it's going to be better than your fire if you dry it like shit. Uh, that's that's an interesting interesting mental exercise. I bet you you're right though. Oh, I've, like I've seen it happen. The you can totally fuck up the really good product and like yeah, a week, ten days time as soon as you chop it if you're not careful. Yeah. It's a shame, but uh, yeah, that's why that's why stuff like that exists. I've I've seen lots of different drying products out there and. I haven't used any of them. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, yeah, I'm sure they all do better than uh, making hay, man. That's like you said. <laughs> I feel hay. bad. I've I've come into so many situations, <laughs> and people ask me like, I don't get it. Like, I went out. I I bought the best genetics. I have the best lighting. It smelled so good when I cut it down, and then, you know, a couple of days later, it's hay. I'm like, well, how did you dry it? Well. Um, what was the temperature? Well, I'm not really sure. Like, oh, like 80 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> I put it out in my garage, and uh, I, don't know, I don't really know. Don't mind me. I'm gonna do a pong hit. Yeah, no worries, no worries. I'm uh, I'm up in the in the plant room right now, so I don't have access to the uh, to the dried product. Just fucking tell them to hurry up. 
Yeah, no, really. <laughs> no. They're getting there. They're getting there. Like some at uh around sixty days old and uh a new batch at like two weeks, three weeks. Now, uh, you had talked about you let them go 84 days. Do you ever cut down any sooner, or do you just generally let yeah. them all go 84 days? No, I've cut down sooner, plenty plenty of times. I prefer to, actually. It's just, I just, uh, I've cut down later, too. The one I just chopped was 97 days old, man. That's the latest, oldest plant I ever had. Yeah, I mean, the, the plant's going to be ready when the plant's ready. Only the trikes decide. That is 100% true, but I'll, I will say if I would have chopped her at day 84, she would have been perfectly acceptable and just just fine. I would have been completely happy, um, but yeah, letting her go another two weeks on top of day 84 was like, it just really added to the volume overall. It was, it was a yield decision. Yeah, I really do feel like the plants pushed that pretty hard that extra week um if you let them yeah it was it was one of those things like i could tell man just by looking at it like sometimes just the way the buds look the the pistols the, the color um yeah i just i could tell like she just needed another two weeks and it it had done her good and it did so i'm really really happy i did that nice so what are you um how many different strains you got going right now in the five by five? In the five by five, I uh, got seven plants in there right now, and then I got five in the three by three. Nice, nice. Now yeah, I we... noticed you got. Um, a, we know you got uh, seen amount of light in the five by five, and I only say that because it, <laughs> it's. It, I it, I say it kiddingly. You know what I mean? Uh, it's. There's nothing wrong with pushing that much light, no, especially no, if you know what you're doing. But um, definitely more than you would need, per se. Especially coming from sure. you, because uh, you're one of those guys that, like, you know, just get what you need type of thing. You're pushing that lighting to the max, which I, I love. It, it, it fires me up when I hear about it. So um, what do you run for a veg light? Uh, it's just like a Mars Hydro TS-1000. Um, it's a little... 150 watt i believe yeah yeah uh, led um, and I, I got a couple of those they're not bad um i it's it, i did find it hard to kind of find their sweet spot um <laughs> for vegging purposes because um, that's all i use it for but um it's not a bad little light you know i think you can get yeah. them on amazon for I don't know, like 130 bucks or something less than a dollar a watt it's, it's not bad no, no, it, it was like the first light that I purchased for the initial like two by two that I got. I was just planning on filling that up, like I said, with five plants and it'd all be good. But uh, <laughs> I, I sh shortly outgrew that. But I found that it was it was really nice to have uh, at least a decent light. Oh, yeah, that get, light will but, rock out a two that, by two, know, no problem. Yeah. And now it's it's vegging out a three by three just fine too. I mean I got five five plants in there and uh they're they're all doing great. Yeah. I move them into the five by five when they're like usually about three weeks old, I'd say. Yeah, nice. Um I, I run um two of them in a four by eight um ten, just a just a small veg tent. Um not really trying to push anything hard. The the corner of the tent is used for cloning, so I have Normally, I guess you'd say you put, you know, one in each 
section of the four by eight. One of them's more offset because um, I don't want the corner to get. Okay. Yeah, but no, that, many, I, mean, I think it, they work all right. So it's just how many how many lights in in a clone tent? Uh, it's not Veg just tent? clone tent. Just a, more or less like a seed starter tent. Um, just two of them in a four by eight. Definitely not like a lot of power, but it's it's perfect for what what I'm doing with it. Damn, that's a big big seed starting tent, man. <laughs> I got a lot going that's, on, brother. That's why they call you the Green Monster. All right, all right. <laughs> I see how it is. Holy shit! Um, yeah, and that's usually where I, um, where I just you know pop beans to, to like test them out. You know, uh, if I haven't you know grown them before, I'll grow them out. Uh, before I decide to flip them, I'll I'll take a cut. And, uh, that way, I have it if it's something I want to grow later on. The testing zone, that's as awesome. I like to call it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Man, one day, you know, I I hopefully will be expanding. I think that that's kind of like the every grower has you know insane plans of what what they want their future garden to look like and all this stuff. It's like uh, it's just a never ending enjoyable hobby, man. It's it's a lot of fun. Oh, it really is. The, the, it's a it's a money trap, though. You can you oh, can yeah. <laughs> you can sometimes oh, yeah. you just have to uh, not make that decision when you're high. You know, like uh, put the card down and wait till you're you know in the morning. After had your coffee if yeah. you want to make that purchase at, you know after sleeping on it for a night go ahead and do it but there's times where uh instinct purchases get the best of you even, my, yeah. even, uh, even today I, I sometimes i'll buy something and I'm like, yeah you know I, pr- I probably either a could have made it um something functional for half the price or if i just shopped around and found something different or realized that, you know what you really don't need that item at all did did I really need that that pallet of perlite just de- delivered to my doorstep? I, I probably didn't, but I mean, it, I'll I'll use it eventually, right? And I just just get get a good deal on it. Why not, man? Yeah, you know, sometimes you see a good deal, you just gotta roll with it. Yeah, you know, all the all sorts of four twenty deals now too. Are are you got anything uh, you got your eye on? To be honest with you. Um, no, um, I'm not really looking to, to purchase anything per se. Um, I might um, partake in some seeds. I'm not really sure. The problem is, is I have so many seeds to, to yeah. pop now already. It's like you know what? I mean, uh, <laughs> I probably should hold off for now. Um, See, but- I I did uh, I I did buy some seeds today actually because uh, there was a Mephisto drop and. Uh, of course, I, I have the gotta catch them all mentality with the, them those guys. So, yep. a couple strains I haven't grown yet came out. Um, I was able to snag one, and I'm I'm real happy. Which one did Is you that, grab? Uh, Pink Panama, it's called. Okay. Now I grew that out. Um, I was one of the testers for that, so probably nice. about two years ago. Um, I gotta be honest with you, I wasn't yeah, a please, big fan. Please be. Um, but I think it was my fault. Let me explain. So. Um, Again, I've probably talked about polycropping, and sometimes it can be kind of difficult, especially when you're trying to push the tent all in the same schedule. So I had those, um, Mango Smile, and there was another one. I want to say it was Super Orange Haze. Okay. Yeah, I got one of those in the 3x3 right now. Yeah, and uh, 
all of them were, were retardedly fire, except for the pink Panama, but I think I let her go a little too long, meaning she should have been probably harvested a couple of weeks sooner. She just didn't have much terps, but I, I, I really do think ah. that's my fault. There's some, like, I hear she's a really weird plant. I mean, that's Monster, kinda... though. Really? Like, dude, uh, one of the biggest plants I've ever grown next to man uh, as far as autos huh. go. Yeah, monster. Um, I three of, All three of them were. Um, but just they, the turps were just a little bit lackluster, but I, I really do think I let it go. It probably should have been taken down, I don't know, maybe a week or two sooner than the rest of them. But I got kind of I do hear it's. Uh, I do hear it runs quick, like sixty to seventy days. They say so. Yeah. We'll see, and it's supposed to be like uh, chocolatey and uh, coffee type terps, which I thought was really interesting. But yeah, and the colors on her are, are really nice. Not so much pink, more purple, um, but a lot of a lot of color on her. You could probably go back on my Instagram. But yeah, I definitely have some posts of her, but right. it's, it's been right, a while. Check it out. Um, That's cool, man. It's, I enjoyed uh, her. I, I enjoyed the to grow her, but the smoke wasn't wasn't. Um, she extracted well though. The all right. Um, her her flavors came out a little bit more with the um, the bubble hatch rosin. That's all right. I'll have to maybe I'll I'll press her and uh, try that out. But hey, we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. That's I haven't <laughs> even those, those haven't even shipped yet. It takes a. <laughs> month to get them after you order them for christ's sake yeah especially after 420 drop uh, there they get yeah. slammed um yeah man my boys over at brother and farms they're having to buy one get one um some pretty yep. good i'm gonna probably be grabbing i'm actually be looking at some of those peanut butter breath crosses man i'm firing up that admiral photo period account i <laughs> need some fire well i haven't flowered any of those pe- well i should say that i flowered I have grown the PBBS one, and phenomenal, really, really chunky. Okay. Um, my boy Mass Nuggets can attest to that. We did a small grow together, and um, it came out amazing. And the rest of them, I have vegging right now. Um, those will be, again, another exception. I'm going to make. I'm going to polycrop. Uh, I'm going to fill up a whole room with. So we have, uh, I think it's black lemon cake crossed with PBB, mandarin cookies crossed with PBB. Ooh. Um, Cindy 99 headband crossed with PBB and then just straight PBB. So it should be pretty interesting. Like which, which one is the most fire? It all just sounds ridiculous. Um, the Mandarin cookies has the craziest smell. So it's, I mean, that's how I can kind of just judge it right now based on the fact that okay. I haven't smoked any of the flour. Um, but that one has a, has some really, really strong turps. Man, I'll I'll probably Even be grabbing a couple of those then tomorrow on buy your one, recommendation. Get one. How the hell yep, you gonna buy go one, on? get one, man, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's about that's about it. I mean, I I, I don't I don't need uh, I don't really need too much right now. As uh, you know, just a couple couple things I've always had my eye on, just as far as uh, grow accessories and all that. But nothing I need uh, at the at the moment. No, I need to get some more cocoa, but uh, generally I try to pick that up locally, and uh, I, I don't think we really have any amazing sales on cocoa. So it's about the only thing I need right now. You got a like a shop you go to, or like a wholesaler? Um, so kind of wholesale, kind of shop. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, but basically I, I buy enough of it where I can buy it at a wholesale price. 
Nice. Um, don't really want to say the name of the company because I'm. <laughs> it's all good. It's they're a huge conglomerate. I'm not the biggest fans of those types of businesses, um, but sometimes your grower's got to do what a grower's got to do. Absolutely, man. <laughs> no shame in that game. You gotta. It's it's all about making ends meet at the end of the day. Yeah, and I I do try to buy local, um, especially with heavy items like that. Um, I've made some pretty dumb mistakes trying to buy things online, thinking I'm going to rocket brain things. Like, for instance, mason jars. This is a good story. So, okay. So um, about two or three years ago, uh, I was like, all right, uh, I'm going to look online for mason jars and just find you know the best deal possible. I, I searched around and searched around. I ended up finding a really good deal. Now, I don't remember what the price was, but um, I just remember walking down the aisle of the grocery store like two days later before my jars have been delivered and I see 12 packs for eight ninety nine, and I'm like, wait a minute. I paid way more than that. Um, yeah. cause you're paying to have them shipped. It's the weight, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking I'm getting this crazy deal. And I should have just walked up the street and, and got them at the grocery store for, you know, a couple of bucks less. It's like, yeah, you didn't really save anything. You're being lazy. <laughs> That's that's what you get, man. That's what you get. You think you're gonna get a deal, but it just uh, yeah, your laziness came back to to bite you in the butt. Yeah, yeah. But I I did have a retarded amount of mason jars, and I'm sure the UPS guy loved delivering them. Oh, they love that stuff, man. I you know actually used to work for UPS uh, in a past life. I know they 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 do sure love delivering heavy items like furniture. <laughs> make make sure you buy lots of furniture and then return it if you don't like it. Yeah, return to sender so you don't even have to pay yes, the ship. Yes, yes, just they love that. Just yeah, just when when they have to bring like lug a hundred and fifty pound bureau up your doorstep and then back two days later because you <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> Wrong color. <laughs> Wait a minute, my baby doesn't fit in this drawer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Oh man. So yeah. Um. What do you What are you smoking on? You just said you were taking a bong hit not that long ago. <laughs> it's funny all this talk got? about PBB. I'm smoking some PBB. Um, nice. And a little bit of PBB Keef. Um. Just mixed on top of the bowl, just doing some bong hits. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That's uh, the Keef man is dangerous. It's it'll sneak up on you. <laughs> it is. I remember uh, packing a bowl of straight Keef for a friend of mine a few years ago. I'm not gonna say his name because he'll be embarrassed, but he took such a big rip that he got like um, I don't know. I call it the Keef coma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Keef coma. <laughs> It was Dude, pretty funny. All right. so let's, uh, I'll ask you, what, what's like, when did, when was your first, like, uh, when did you first smoke? How old were you? Um, the first time I tried it, I was probably like 11, but that wasn't like when I started yeah. smoking. I just, um, I grew up in kind of a rough neighborhood and, uh, it was around and, uh, I was remember it tr- like, they said like it would happen in dare class. Like someone, someone popped out of the corner and was like hey kid try this or i'll or beat you up yeah no not quite like that um <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was actually um the kid next door ended up like stealing uh, 
like a, a ro- what you call a roach, basically, from his father. Okay. And uh, we took a couple rips. And I remember I actually didn't like the feeling of it. Um, probably way too young to obviously appreciate it. But I probably didn't start, like, smoking, smoking till like, 13, 14. Um, and uh, my favorite tool of choice back then gravity bond all right i, I was gonna guess tinfoil bowl but uh oh, come on you gotta give me a little more credit for that. <laughs> when you're 13 14 i mean shit, even the corner store bodega shop ain't gonna sell you a glass piece at that age no but you know what we used to do is just buy like the corn cob pipes at like walgreens you know? uh, so yeah, yeah things yeah. like that i don't even think you could buy those on the shelves anymore but um yeah i mean We'd make them and all sorts of stuff. I remember the biggest innovation I had was the, um, the water uh, filter for the gravity bong. You just put a tube on the end of the bowl, so when you're pulling it up, it's going yep. through the water. Um, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, like I mean, it goes I, all the way down to the bottom correct. of the of the. I understand, man. No, see, I have a long history with with gravity bongs. <laughs> uh, I used to make them out of glass. Um, Interesting. It was a particular. It was remember the drink. It was called Sobe. Of course. And it was like a iced tea Dude, I beverage. Used to buy the carrot one. Yeah. My jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The carrot. <laughs> All right. So you know what I'm talking about, right? Of course. Yeah. And, and this this bottle in particular had this little notch on the bottom, and you could hammer it out with like a like a nail and make a little hole on the bottom of this glass. Um, and then I'd construct the bowl piece out of the, the cap, and it was basically just a waterfall, a glass waterfall. I'd, you know, not, not a full gravity bond, because you could pull it up out of the water, and it was like just a little hole in the bottom that would then drain all the water, and it was this bottle full of smoke uh, that I would just... This this was the smoking implement of choice when I went to college, man. This thing, like, changed the game. Because, <laughs> oh, my God, I got arrested my first week of going to, going to college for smoking blunts in the dorm room. You bad boy. Uh, I mean, dude, like, I thought it was all right. I thought it was okay, you know? You see all this... You see all this media about people just partying it up in, in college. And like, dude, I, was, I watched old I thought school. I was supposed they, to. They said yeah. this was okay. I, I, that's exactly right, man. I, I, I literally thought that uh, that's what I was supposed to do. But uh, the, no, the point was um, this gravity bong like, just changed the game because it's it's, uh, all the smoke is contained in the bottle. And then uh, once you inhale... You can direct the exhale out a window, of course, or like you know through a, a spoof. Remember those oh, those yeah. stupid Throw things? Oh dryer my god! Sheets. Yeah, dryer sheets. When, uh, you could buy the uh, carbon filter ones that like uh, from the end of a gas mask at like the army surplus stores. Um, I figured that out. Those were like ten bucks. I remember when I was a kid. And, uh, those worked really oh. good because no smoke would come out. That's a great idea. I never, I never, th- I was using fucking dryer sheets till like I graduated college, man. That's, that's pathetic. You're like, why, why does little Billy's room smell like fresh laundry? It always smells so downy fresh. <laughs> just, just this little hint of, of like skunkiness. I can't quite put my finger on it. It's, but yeah, it's, it's. That's funny, man. Like we used to have to do the craziest shit. You know, the 
I'm not I'm not that old, but I'm old enough to have grown up in a world before legalization, before I even knew what the hell strain I was buying, you know? It was yep. just, I, was I bought what I bought. It was weed, yeah. Like, I, if seeds. I could find a guy who had it, <laughs> I was lucky. I'd buy whatever I could find, and that was that. I, you know, a lot of times I'd be not that happy with my purchase, and a lot of times you'd be like, holy shit, what is this stuff? It's fucking amazing. Um, and yeah, you're never going to know what that was because... Who you know? I, every time you asked your guy back then too, what did he he'd, he'd say? It was one of like three things. Yep. It was uh, white widow, uh, blueberry, or um, I forget the other one. I'd get a lot. It it doesn't matter, but like it, man. This this is an era long past that like you just never. I almost am like reminiscing with. Uh, fond memories about the the days of prohibition man it's kind of strange it really is yeah especially when you sit back and think about it like you could legit get arrested for a fucking joint in your pocket like um it's not you could, you could but and, and i say i said like fond memories i do mean that like there was a certain like it's it's really hard to explain, but it's... Well, the way I look at it is kind of like it's one of those things that was like kind of against the law and forbidden so that like you're kind of like a like a rebel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it like brought those types of people together. Um, I don't know. It was more of just a, a thing that you had to like connect with other people in like a, a network to, to get to to smoke, to enjoy mm. and all that stuff. So mm. it was just, just more of like a, a social thing back at, back in those days, I feel like. And, you know, instead of going to the dispensary, you had to go to your guy's house who, who'd make you stay there for way too long. And he'd, he'd talk your ear off about God knows what. <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> didn't remember it, it that seemed, guy? It seemed like they were all like philosophers. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Yeah. I swear, I swear these guys would just sell weed so they would have friends to talk to. Like it was, but I, I, yeah. I had a lot of them and I still talk to a lot of them, believe it or not. They're good, good guys. Yeah. I still keep in touch with a few people. I mean, you have to, some of them are, like you said, good guys. A lot of them yeah. are not, but you know. Yeah. A lot um, of them not so much, I, but. I mean, uh, I'm getting, the older I get, the less company I keep around. I mean, I don't really have the time to hang out with with friends much anyway it's usually just family or, or work or you know two pop-ins here and there if it's like on my way home but um once you have a family and stuff it's just things get busy you know i got a yeah got a son and uh, he occupies a lot of my time i have a wife so i have responsibilities there as a father and a husband and then work and you know everything else it's, you try to balance everything but it's not easy and you're a plant daddy too don't and, forget about that plant daddy you ain't kidding. <laughs> that's right, man. That's uh, yeah, we're getting. Um, I got a room full of house plants too. Is uh, what I'm dealing with now. I got the wife bringing in. Probably we're 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 up at about five six plants a week now. Almost every every day she's bringing one home. So nice. Just be careful. There are certain plants uh, that are poisonous to cats. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I've, I've been been Googling every single one. Okay. <laughs> Those six that's... pricks will eat everything. Um, yeah, they they do, and we actually don't let the cats in the room that they're all in either. So okay, but you never know. You leave the door, little fuckers. Before you know oh it, they're gnawing on Game over. I've had yeah. a, I've, uh, I, I, you know, I have a cat. And, um, I've made the mistake of leaving the door open, and they, they just they'll gnaw on a couple of leaves. And, um, I've heard of some people having problems where the cat just like pulls the whole plant out. You know, if they're like little babies or teens. Um, mine would definitely do that. I am like, if I leave, um, a lot of times I'll leave like a fresh, when I fill up a bag of soil, a pot of soil and I'll like wet it down first. It's usually in the bathroom and I'm like, if I leave it in there for any longer than 10 minutes, my one cat is digging in that shit, getting the soil everywhere. It's just like, (laughs) ah, he's such a little, if they weren't so damn cute, man, I swear. I swear. That's why they're cute, so we don't kill them. Yeah, I know. I know, right? <laughs> That's what they say. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What what else you got going on, man? Any any cool growth stories in, in the past couple months? Yeah, I don't know about cool, but um, I don't know. I, I, it, I guess it's all the same. I mean, I did just cut down some slurricanes. My, one of my favorite That's, that's pretty time. cool. Yeah, I'm uh, really looking forward to... Uh, uh, getting getting uh, some smoke on that. It's been a while since I've had her in my lungs. So that smoke is special. Mm. All right, we we might have to might have to meet up somewhere halfway in between where we live and make a little uh, exchange. Yeah, man. I, I actually looked at it. Um, I'm not going to disclose your location here on the podcast, but all I know is it's, it's only about far. four hours away. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that far. I can make it there and put a full tank of gas, bomb down. <laughs> nice, nice man. I I would I would do it. I'd meet you on a weekend for sure. But uh, that's that's for a conversation that we're not not recording. I yeah. Suppose. But yeah. uh, you guys uh, cannot hear these details. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I had a you know a little cool experience this weekend. Uh, went to a cannabis festival in my state and it was I, I I'm sure people have deduced by now I don't live in a legal state and it was it was really cool dude look to... at you using big words and shit deduced carry on sir carry on sir you'll hear a vocab word slip <laughs> out of my mouth but um back to this cannabis yeah, dude, fest. the uh the cannabis fest in my non-legal state it is medical it is medical but um just the the freedom with which people were were lighting up and smoking around this whole thing was just it was shocking to me i I haven't seen that type of uh atmosphere since i went to i went to a seattle hemp fest way back in like 2008 and that was that was amazing too i mean but yeah this was just same type of environment. People were just passing them around, man. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, I love that atmosphere. I guess I'm kind of blessed. I've got to experience that a lot with the uh, Boston Freedom Rally. Every year, for as long as I can remember, you could go down to Boston Common every September, get as high as you want. The cops are all right there, and they're usually not going to bother you unless you're, unless you're being an asshole. 
just like sitting on their horse, looking looking yep. straight ahead. Yeah, like... they, they got a few horse guys on horseback <laughs> out there. It's uh, um, it's it's quite the time. I mean, they didn't have one last year. Kind of sucked, but the year before um, was awesome. It was a great time. Um, That's cool, man. Uh, Badfish trying to make it up there. Badfish played, um, and like it, they were really really good. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of cover bands, but. If you, you know, I mean, I was so high, they literally sounded just like Sublime. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was just going to say, it has to be Sublime cover band. It's, yeah. Dude, I, Sublime is like, uh, every, every guy that smoked weed in my generation and your generation, it's just like, that was constantly playing in the background of, of my early days of smoking weed yeah but you know what's funny is like now like if i hear pretty much any sublime song i'll just like skip i'm just like i've heard enough of that for now (laughs) i mean yeah that's the thing there was only so much of it that's that's what sucks because you know the the tragic uh tragic death of bradley knowles man yeah i like the smack what are you gonna say he did that's why just just stick with the stick with the good weed you'll be all right I, I wish everybody could just stick with the, the ganja, man. The occasional brew. Dude, I I made that promise to myself in college. I I I got the right level of like combination between drunk and high, and I was just like so perfectly blitzed. I felt so good. It was just like. Why do I, I like? There is literally no need to try anything else, and you know, of course you have opportunities to. It, it's you don't want to admit this. Of course, everyone's going to have opportunities, but you just under yeah. If you understand, like the drink, a little bit of drink, a little bit of smoke can get you feeling just as good as anyone at the party, um, and that that'll that'll get you through life, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's all I need in my life. And most of the time it's just, uh, just the smoke. But I mean, uh, you yeah. know, I'll buy a 12 pack and it'll sit in the fridge for at least a couple of weeks, if not longer, you know, just a couple here and there, a couple here and there. Um, usually when I do, I'm at least a two or three of those. When I, you know, when I want to have a few beers. Same, same. And I, I like those IPAs cause it's the similar, like the, the it's a terpy kind of thing, you know? Yep. Yep, I'm actually sipping on a local beer here. Uh, it's called Newburyport Brewing Company, Newburyport Pale Ale. Um, some, some pretty good product. Uh, never really tried it before. I, I'm a sucker for those mix packs. Um, yeah, no matter I who, love those. No matter who has them, um, if it's like a good microbrew, I'll just I'll pick it up because I I like variety. You know, I like to be able to just mm-hmm. oh, let me try that. Let me try that. And, you know, you think that it might you know someday down the line lead to uh you know just buying a 12 pack of that particular one that you like the most but i usually nah. Nah, i just buy another nah. mix pack there's a new uh, yeah there's a new variety pack out by then that i'm like so there's like 15 15 pack cans that i'm uh i'm getting these days they're like they come with three of uh five different types of beers and yeah i picked man, up one of those such, from such uh, oscar blues uh, there you go. Some good stuff. Really. Hell yeah. yeah I, I'm a big fan of, of, the, of the micro brew. I'm not, I mean, you know, I think we've talked about this before. You, nothing wrong with a Budweiser or whatever. You can certainly have a Budweiser or a Coors or whatever. But um, 
I don't know. I just I feel like the, these you know craft beers have a more refined taste, you know, more hops, more flavor. Um, from what I sure. gather, though, from from brewmasters, talked to a couple. I guess like a like that true American lager, like a a Budweiser, is a lot harder to make. Huh. I mean, I I, I can imagine it's hard to replicate. Um, I don't know though. It's I like all beer, man. I don't discriminate. Same with my weed. I'm like, uh, like, like I said earlier, I, I'm not going to turn one down. It doesn't matter what it is. No, as long as it's got some really good terps, I'm, I'm usually a big fan of, of anything. I like to mix it up. There's only one strain that it's not that I don't like it. I love it, but I can only smoke it in, in limited quantities, and that's Durban Poison. If you've ever had a real Durban oh, yeah. Poison. Dude, um, that'll get your, your mind racing. Oh, I call it get shit done weed. When you need to get something done, you smoke some of that, and it's just like boom, 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 boom. Um, but really, you know, get you going. I mean, uh, yeah, you know what that is? That's a that's a, a cannabinoid. I think they it's THCV. Yeah, I'm actually not. Um, I don't have enough knowledge on it to, to tell you whether or not you're correct. I, I would assume you um, are. I'm I'm pretty sure that that's like it's. You know, maybe like one percent of this strange cannabinoid that actually um, it decreases appetite, um, and they're trying to breed strains of this, you know, high levels of THCV to like help with certain illnesses that you know you would need a decreased appetite. It's it's that again makes the, sense the in a lot medicinal of ways benefit. If you think about it because the. Uh, it's the stimulant effect of it, you know? Um, yeah. That stimulants, you know, like coffee, you know, can depress uh, the appetite. So, uh, yeah. yeah. That, that, and if, the, if it can uh, increase the appetite, too, then it's, it stands to reason that the, the same mechanism could be worked in the, the opposite direction by the same plant, you know? Hmm. Yeah, no medical value, though, huh? Oh, yeah, it's... Uh, a shame that they they ever said that it really is cannabis was used for medicine way before we even knew what the fuck it was um, yeah way before there was i mean by lots of different civilizations too oh well i guess that's a podcast for another day yeah no that that's actually an interesting topic i just i just read that they found like the earliest uh use used cannabis like in 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 evidence that it was being smoked and not just like grown for for rope or whatever you know people used the, the plant for but actual like to smoke it uh in some like cave in israel somewhere oh shit yeah it was like you know thousands and thousands of years ago it's actually amazing <laughs> yeah that is amazing i haven't heard about that one I'm the worst, though, with, like, keeping up with the news and stuff like that. I'm, like, just so uh, hyper-focused sometimes on what I'm doing that sometimes I don't even pay attention to what the hell's going on around me. I wish I could be like that, man. I just get a lot of... I, I, I tend to be distracted by, uh, you know, different different loud sources of information or shiny objects or different <laughs> things. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Piece of candy. Ooh. Exactly. Piece of candy. You ever seen exactly. that Family Guy episode? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, with Peter. Peter. Man, that's a show I miss. Yeah, it's like I, I mean, couldn't make that anymore. 
Yeah, it's a classic. Even if you, even by even though it's not even that old, I consider it a classic. I mean, come on, is you think about the writing and everything on that show, the limits they've pushed, the boundaries they've hit. I mean, um, but I will say though that this, you ever see the South Park episode where they where they make fun of uh, Family Guy? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking genius. Come on, like, oh yeah. The limits the they push too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think we could do a whole podcast on just talking about stuff like that. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, then like smoking in in media and stuff, and how it's portrayed. Um, actually, some interesting stuff in there for sure. Yeah, and you know something. Um, I mean, I have friends uh, of mine that their mothers used to scold us you know, for getting high. And uh, now that it's, like, legal and hip and, like, the cool thing to do where they can go to the dispensaries and buy it. Like I, I, I talked to one of my friends, and I'm like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? He used to, he used to bust our balls so much and chastise us uh, about smoking, and now you're smoking? It's like, uh, you know, well, it's, you know, legal now, and I can go to the store and buy it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I got that with all, like, my parents' friends and shit, too. They're they're all into their CBD stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, dude, my mom's friends are, like, giving their dog the CBD treats. And it's just, it's one thing after the next. I'm just, I, I laugh. But, man, really what it is is it's just normalization of the plant and, and I see every every step as a positive in the right direction. Yeah, at the end of the day, if, when you talk about you know obscure people you know, smoking or consuming cannabis in some form, what they previously haven't, um, that's just another step forward for you know the legalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean I've seen um, when I was a medical patient in my state. I mean that was one of the the coolest things was to see like the the little old ladies that come in and just like never have experienced any th- any type of smoking or they've never seen weed before you know what i mean they had no idea what any of this was and it was like <laughs> just uh mind blowing for them and they they'd come back and be like that really helped my arthritis i liked that really really cool the best part about that is um, that the best way it helps you you know, with your arthritis, is you just forget about the pain. <laughs> I feel like that's most of what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, that's... I'm a big believer in it's a lot of its medical benefits, but let's be real here. When it comes to that type of stuff, it's like, yeah, it's because you're helping you pretty much just forget about it, and you're happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's the thing is, it's like, what's what's medicine? It's like, all right, medicine is a substance that I take to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, what what's weed? Even if you're self-medicating, it's a substance you're taking to make you you feel good. Whether that's stress relief or just unwinding at the end of the day or whatever the fuck, man. Like, it, there's no, like, where do you draw the line between recreation and medication? Because even the person using it recreationally, I would say, is still just self-medicating. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I look. A friend uh, of mine would be like, all right, you know, the first dab, uh, that was for, you know, medical. Uh, second one. Yeah, <laughs> the second one's ma- for fun. Maybe that one was for medical, too. 
the third one? No, that was definitely for fun. Um. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, you're you're right. Like if you're if if you are truly going to say it's like medicinal, then you have to use it in very prescribed dosages, mm-hmm. and that's insanely hard to do unless you're gonna get like measured out edibles or tinctures or any of that stuff. Yeah, but here's the best part about that. I mean, if you know a person's prescribed opiates for pain and they consume too many of them, well, they can die. With cannabis, yeah. the worst thing that's going to happen is you're just going to raid your refrigerator or fall asleep. <laughs> yes. um, true, true. <laughs> so, or, I mean, or order a bunch of weird shit on uh, on eBay or yeah. wherever the, the hell you you know go online. Stuff shows up you don't remember about, but yeah. that's you know, a, that's not the worst thing in the world either. And I mean, think about it at the end of the day, when you hear about a lot of these crimes, um, the motive behind it is theft, you know, for drugs, right? I mean, you don't see mm-hmm. too many potheads going out and, and, you know, committing crimes like that. Um, nope. Even if they thought about it, you know, they might smoke and then just forget about it. Oh, yeah, you know. That's, that's true. I'll do it later. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, I'll rob the place tomorrow. It's all good, man. It's uh, all good. But, yeah, dude, that's, uh, I'm actually getting a little little tired i must say i'm like the dabs are kind of wearing off now i'm feeling feeling a little sleepy yeah it's getting kind of late here too and i think this is uh we're pushing close to an hour here so um no shit again once again the time just flies man it's crazy yeah but that's cultivation conversation for you you know (laughs) yeah yeah we this was the extra special 420 super casual conversation edition um yeah just thought we'd throw it out there hope you enjoy it and uh yeah you got anything else to to say till next time um well you know we appreciate everybody um the the feedback that we've been getting it's been awesome um for all you new listeners um please rate like and subscribe to the podcast it really does help us out it's it's free for you to do um and um, you could follow me at, over on Instagram at the Real Green Monster, and Captain Autoflower at Captain Autoflower over on Instagram. That's me. And uh, our Instagram for the podcast is Cultivation Conversation. Hit us up, uh, shoot us a DM. We do respond as soon as we can. We are looking yes, to interview some growers, so if you guys are interested, just shoot us a DM. We'd love to, to kind of shoot the shit with you per se and, and um, you know have you on if it, if it fits yep. yep it's uh no no pressure very casual you know a couple questions about what you're running what kind of nutrients what kind of lights uh, you know that kind of stuff um, growers of all skill levels feel free to apply uh, we want to hear from beginners we want to hear from uh, advanced growers as well so yeah, can't wait to, to talk to you guys. All right. Yeah, that, that's it for uh, episode four, 420 special. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I am out. Yes, we do. And uh, have a great night or a great day. Adios. Whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Later. Later.